that Maulana, when he met me, he'd just come from India. So I said, how do you know me? He said, yeah, you know, every home may not have a Quran, but they have an Indian delight. <laughs> I said, Maulana, is that a reprimand or is it a compliment? <laughs> 90-year-old Zulekha Mayat's life reads like an enchanting manuscript of a mind-boggling adventure. <laughs> Famed as the editor of one of the most recognizable South African cookbooks of all time, The Indian Delights, she was born in Pochevstrom to Muhammad and Amina Bismillah. It was a multiracial space. In Pochevstrom, we grew up amongst a whole lot of cadets, Africans. Mm. It was a real farkrampa Afrikaner town. We had a huge department store with my mother, who had come from India in a full burqa, eventually became the manager of the shop. And she really grew it. The shop eventually came to be known as Mina Sabankar. Into the shop, you'd get all types of people, Afrikaners, Africans, English, Afrikaners, Indians, and so on. This is during a party. I'm talking about the 1930s. Mm. So you grew up amongst all these communities. Education has always been close to Zilekha Mayat's heart. But it wasn't as easy as flipping a page. At that time, nobody would keep an Indian girl. My father knocked on lots of doors, a convent and yes. so on. Please, can my child come there and learn? We, do, we don't mind, but the, our students and the parents mm. will mind. But she can come after hours at 8 mm. o'clock at night. Now, how can I go at 8 o'clock yeah. at night and come back? Yeah. So remote learning through Union College. Yeah. I've got through metric. My father had promised me, once you get metric, I'll get you into the medicine that you wanted to do. So that didn't happen. Because by that time, it was time to marry gynecologist Dr. Mohammed Mayat. She credits him with being the backbone of her success. Oh gosh, he taught me to swim and he taught me horse riding oh, and he wow. taught me virtually everything. And he dragged me into meetings where I was the only woman. Oh, come on, that was a man. Um, that was a man, really, let me tell you. People always say there's a woman behind a man. I had a man behind me. But adjusting to the upper echelons of Durban came with its fair share of restrictions. Zulekha Mayat broke this. Now I'm in a family. I'm in a very elite area. Mm. And I've just got, you know, a certain class of Indians as friends and so on. And both my sister and I resented this. We wanted to meet people, the people of Durban. So, with a few other people who thought like this, we started the cultural group in 1954. In 1954, via the Women's Cultural Group, hundreds of recipes were collated and compiled into the cookbook Indian Delights. Today, over 800,000 copies have been sold worldwide. Mayat says the recipes in the book belong to the people of Durban. We had recipes from everyone and anyone. Even the people working in our homes, even the people knocking on the doors, asking for arms, and sometimes you get talking to them, mm. you get a recipe mm. from them. Here, our book is, the whole of India is in it. One of the most memorable books published by Mayat is Dear Ahmed Bhai, Dear Zuleka Bhen, a series of letters Mayat and the late struggle icon Ahmed Katrada had written to each other from 1979 to 1989, while Katrada served his sentence on Robben Island. He was this man in prison who wrote a letter to us because my husband died at that time. So he sent a letter to my brother. And when the letter came to me, the family felt I had to answer it. And I said, is there anything we can do for you? Because how do you end a letter? After six weeks, a re reply comes and then 
he didn't ask for anything, but he asked for about or his friends or something. So now this started and for 10 years we continued this. Mayat and her husband were closely associated with Fatima and Ismail Mir during the volatile underground movement of the ANC. To this end, Dr. Mayat even offered Nelson Mandela refuge on some occasions. Nelson Mandela used to come very often to Fatima Mir and them, but they were so highly active that they couldn't keep him there. Ismail Mir used to phone my husband, yeah. petrol in this garage is very cheap today. Seven o'clock, yeah. why don't you go? So seven o'clock, Nelson would be waiting there. Muhammad would pick him up and bring him home, bed and breakfast, and next would drop him at a different garage. Yeah. So you were doing your part, yeah. but not very uh, actively. But the women's cultural group has been extremely alive in trying to shape a society able to stand on its own. Annually, they distribute about 800,000 rand in bursaries. You know, cultural group, Apart from just writing the books, just think of the number of people our interest-free loan bursaries have put through. We've, we've got hundreds of doctors and lawyers and accountants and nurses who've received help from us and they're on their feet. Whole families we've put on feet. It was always teamwork. I'm not alone. With me is the whole cultural group mm. and the whole I've got a lot of people who would have been sitting at home, not doing anything else. And these are the type of women I gathered together to serve in society. This culinary icon also has a penchant for travelling and together with her husband has visited about 51 countries. These travels were documented in her book, The Journeys of Binti Batuti. An avid collector of art and a lover of stage performances, Zulekha Mayat serves as that reminder that like a delicious meal, people too may have several layers that all combine into an unforgettable memory. It's been a long journey. Please pray for me for my good health. That's all I need.